0: I hope everybody enjoys this episode. It's probably the third or fourth episode we recorded, so we were still getting used to making podcasts. There's a couple of us. We had a lot of fun making these early episodes, and it was a lot of fun listening to it, so hopefully you guys enjoy. And with that, we'll take care of some business and then get right to it.
1: This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional arboriculture advice and should never be relied upon to perform or direct arboricultural work. The Tree Thinking Podcast makes no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information on this podcast and will not be liable for any damages arising from the use of any information in the practice of arboriculture or tree work. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The podcast and its hosts are not to be held responsible for misuse, cited, and or unscited Cited copies of the content within this podcast by others the tree thinking podcast may not be reproduced or distributed without the express written consent of the tree thinking podcast
0: everybody is working for the weekend but when you love what you do that much when the weekend starts the work continues we all have our reasons some people want a little extra money some just want to help friends and family Some are sharpening their skills in an effort to master their craft, and some just love to get after it. I would guess for most, it would be a mix of all these reasons. How does the song go? You gotta get up, get out, and get something. On this episode of Tree Thinking, we get up early on our day off, get on our work boots, and get some extra jobs done, all for the love of it, on... The Weekend Grind. All right, we're back with another episode of Tree Thinking. This one, we'll be talking about weekend work a little bit on The Weekend Grind. But before we do that... Oh, actually, don't let me forget, we got intros. My name's Andrew. I'm Corey. I'm Jamie. I'm Lacey. All right, and so... Uh, before we get too much into the weekend grind, we're going to get into uh, stories from the field. Anybody have any stories?
2: Yeah, I got to use a captain hook this week. Sweet. Last weekend, yeah. <laughs> it was a, uh, a 3 stem birch. Had some bronze birch board damage up on the top, so, you know, it was dying out. Had a bunch of hangers. But I set up two single rope systems on two stems, and then I used a captain's hook to go over into the last stem. Which, you know, anytime you can use a captain hook, it's great. But the... Um, so I, I was working through the the removal, and then as I got to the end where I was chunking down the wood, it was a, um, he had like a zaryscape landscape, and so I didn't couldn't really damage anything, mm-hmm. but the three stems of the birch were like a perfect, like, basket, so I just pushed all the wood right into the center of it and just landed perfectly, oh. so it wasn't like bouncing nice. anywhere, I didn't have to like... Built a little nest. Built a little nest, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: It was awesome. So that was the Instagram pictures you that put That was out. the Instagram pictures, right. yep. All right, what's your Instagram so
3: Captain Hook, Crow's Nest, Pirate...
2: Cor, I, think yeah. yeah, I, think <laughs> yeah, I think Corey's a pirate. pirate. I'm, I'm definitely a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Is um, it uh, at Corey the Pirate on <laughs> Instagram? <laughs> no, I think it's just Sea Shields. I actually don't know my Instagram account. Right. handle. Good man. We'll uh, we'll just put it on there. I later. think I know it. We'll f- right. we'll Shield it. Co. Twenty One. Thank you. Code Thank you. I'm go. new to this whole technology <laughs> thing. Nice.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Those. Were, so, how many climbing systems were you using? Just two, just two, just it looked, two. It
2: looks, it looks, it looks more like more. It looks like five, I think. <laughs> there, well, there was a lanyard in there too. So yeah. yes, and it did captain look, soak. a captain soak and a lanyard. But I have a, a progress capture on the captain soak where I have a Grigory And then above the Grigory I put, it's a, it's a modified rad system. So I put a, um, a hand ascender with a revolver carabiner. And then that's my like progress or a uh, mechanical advantage into a progress capture. So nice. How did that work? It works great, yeah. I've been uh, playing around with it for a while. I tried, originally I had tried with a um, a Prusik, and a pressic was just a huge pain in the butt to, like, constantly move out. But the hand ascender, it's, it's you have to, like, reach, and it's kind of awkward, but you can reach out a little bit, and it, it slides up the rope a lot easier than, than a, a friction hitch. Right. On, the, on the hook? Captain hook? On the hook, uh, on the captain hook, Okay. Yeah.
0: So you got the captain it's, it's hook. It's the same
2: system. I I guess you didn't use it. Never mind. No.
0: Yeah. So you got the captain hook. Mm-hmm. It comes down to you through the Grigory. Yep. And then through a pulley on a hand ascender. Yep. You slide that up. So you have a three to one. Three to one. To yep. advance. Yep. And then so you just have to, if you were to go backwards.
2: You just un- unhook. You unhook make sh- this,
0: the top ascender. Yeah. The, the and then th- just use your grig gri. Yep. The yeah. main
2: disadvantage with
0: that is that you have to be at the
2: ascender. So you can't like, unless you would just want to leave your ascender of the tree, you can't, you know. Descend away. From descend it. away
0: from it. Right? Yeah. But. No, that's a sweet system. That, that system works really good for single rope. Mm-hmm. When you're. <clears throat> when you're uh, going out on the limb walk, because, I mean, that's the downside to single rope when you have big limb walks. Like a down-sloping limb walk, yeah, especially. Especially, yeah. yeah, you know. And so, you know, right when it gets to that point where you're feeling a little, uh, you're feeling the balance kick in a little bit, if you have that hand-descender with a pulley, you can use that to bring yourself out, and then it's, it feels like double rope coming back in. Yeah, it's
3: funny. Yeah. I have that trick in my tool bag, but never use it, and you're always out there like,
0: oh,
2: why I didn't, didn't I set that <laughs> up? You get out to the end of the branch, you look back, and you're like, this would have been a perfect <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And now yeah. it's too late.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I've i started putting a uh, just an old, hand, old Petzl hand descender that I have with a carabiner and a micro pulley on it, and I just always carry it on my harness now. Nice. Because it's one of those tricks you're not going to be like, Hey, send up my yeah, hand to send up my pulley. Yeah, exactly. So, you got to keep that equipment on you. Yeah, uh, the climbing technology,
2: I have one in my personal kit, but they have one where it's a the pulley attached to the base of the hand ascender. That is slick. It's, it's pretty slick. But you can do it like minimal, too. You can just like take a carabiner with you into an alpine butterfly if you're ex- anticipating it, or a. Um, or a, a prussic. Yeah, I always carry a prusik. Or even like just some uh, rigging sling or something like that. Yeah. You and just, you know, t- do a little quick prussic, put the, the piece of the uh, carabiner on there, and then loop your rope through and good to go
0: yep the uh climbing technology ascenders are underrated they are they really are between that one which i've seen and just been like oh, this makes so much sense you mm-hmm. know and then the double hand ascender where it's kind of at the angle so when you're foot locking with the double hand ascender it just feels a lot more natural i want some of those so bad yep. yeah hey yeah, you can use mine anytime uh, you no, want no, you no know i can but i want one by own Yeah, i don't blame it's, you it's different. <laughs> Sweet. Anybody, uh anybody else have any stories from the field? Well,
3: so your Captain Hook, where do you attach it on your harness?
0: Oh,
2: I keep it in a bag, a separate bag,
0: and well, I just send it up. Uh,
3: when you're tied into it.
2: Oh, right. Uh, so uh, so the whole thing lives in a bag. It's like in those DMM. It's, so you can buy the kit with, like, the bag and everything in it, right? Yep. And I I, I just piecemeal my kit. I, I, you know, made it myself, and then I spliced the eye onto the captain's Hook itself. Um, so I keep... Everything in the bag, and then I keep the bag on my hip, right? just like on a carabiner, and then all the excess tail goes into the bag, so it's not like, you know, dangling or swinging around or getting caught and stuff. And then, um, yeah, the Captain Hook then just clips onto my, uh, the Captain Hook, sorry, the Grigri itself, the Progress Capture, hooks onto my uh, my bridge. Just your bridge. Just my bridge, yeah. yeah. And I've actually got a, um, I think it's a Hydra. I don't remember who makes it, but it's the three-headed pulley. Oh and yeah, that, and that's mm-hmm. my, uh, my attachment Sweet. point on bridge.
3: Okay, I was using when I was using the Captain Hook on those furs. I had my zigzag, and it's the new zigzag, the zigzag plus. So it's got a third hole there. Ooh. So I was okay. attaching it straight to that for the traverse, and it was just super comfortable because everything was mm-hmm. going to one, one tie-in point on my uh, on my bridge. Yeah, that's why I like the hydro a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's like yeah.
0: it's so slick. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that is a nice setup. Sweet. So. Uh, jamie how often do you bring your captain hooks out
3: um it rides in the truck doesn't come out often there's like the right job i think tomorrow is actually the right job for it nice we're pruning some bald cypress and they just have some funky growth like typically you see them like you know one single liter like really nice structures these ones are in between a couple apartment buildings and we're like reaching for light in all these weird ways and there's one that's going to be real tough to get to, a couple
0: limbs coming off. So I think I'm going to pull it out for that. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The the reason I ask is when you when you were asking Corey how he stores his Captain Hook, that that's another piece of equipment that a lot of times when I'm up in the tree, I'm thinking about how much I would like to have it. Yeah. But it seems like a lot to carry around with me all the time. And uh, as you know, Lacey, I've been just throwing it on my harness if I'm going to be climbing around a big tree because it's another one where I feel like, if I have it on me, I might use it. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, honey, can you run out to the truck and get my captain's hook? And Because I'm like, ah, if I just climb down a little bit and swing over and then monkey back up, I'll be good.
1: Even though we load it up and unload it from the truck. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> like a lot. lot. Like yeah. I'm always like, okay, are we going to take the cabin hooks today? It's like, oh, yeah, let's take it. And I'm like, okay. And then it goes in the truck and then it goes out of the truck when we can go home. <laughs> yeah, I
3: pre-plan it. I can tell like if I want to use it. Yeah, and I store it in a backpack, or at least that's what I was doing. Yeah. And then, you know, when it's time to use it, I took the backpack off and put it on my gotcha. on my hip.
0: Gotcha.
2: Nice.
3: Yeah.
0: I like that idea. Yeah, yeah.
3: That was, you know, I was spiking furs, it when I was using it, and it was nice just to have it on my backpack.
2: Yeah, man. And and you didn't touch the ground
0: for like six and a half yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that you know that that is an interesting idea of uh, bringing the backpack. I don't know if I've ever thought about climbing with a backpack to bring extra gear.
3: I used to climb with a camelback and yeah. I'm gonna start doing that again because I dude, I do yeah. not drink enough water. That, that <laughs> During is, the day you just you think about it, you're like, Oh, the water's in the truck. Again, like yeah. fly back, hey, send down the water. Yeah. <laughs> like that is Do I go back. and get this this limb done, you know?
2: Yeah, that is clutch on hot days, like just yeah. camelback. Like I, I don't do it at the city anymore because, you know, city work, but yeah. Private work, it was yeah. so great.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you could fit so much gear in a backpack. Yeah, <laughs> you really could. <laughs> well, in, I mean. And Lacey
3: never has to send you anything. It'll be like your man big, purse. Yeah.
1: Like, if you have my purse yeah. purse, you're going to see... Food and other Get like a backpackers items, like, like Patagonia
3: or North Face, like giant backpack, just like, yeah, a
0: whole kit in it, sixty <laughs> gallon backpack. <Yeah>. Backpackers' <laughs> backpack. <laughs> I got an extra three hundred feet of rope up here, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Yeah, it's no. only a twenty foot fur, but just in case. <clears throat> it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what other gear would you want in a backpack if you were gonna <laughs> lunch. Yeah, snacks, just bring your yeah, just all day. Snacks, yeah. yeah. A gallon of
1: water. <laughs> yeah. A gallon of water. <laughs> just watching you sitting on a branch, drinking water, yeah. eating a snack. Very yeah. ape-like.
2: Well, after he buries you in brush, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's a
2: key. You know, move.
1: Yeah, he's got to wait. You know, he's got to wait on the ground. Ground person. So yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: might as well do something while you're waiting. Well,
0: it's time. It's kind. Of, you have the little uh, bag that hangs on your hip. I do. Yeah, that's for my lanyard. Yep. 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 I've seen people that carry bags on their hips just for random items. Um, I have a
3: small pouch. It's like the size of a chalk bag for rock climbing, you know. And I keep usually a couple loopies because I don't like them dangling. And a prussic And then my phone phone goes in there too. Oh, nice.
1: When you guys climb, do you find like it gets in your way ever when you have anything kind of? I mean, there's so much stuff attached to. Oh, yeah. Belts as it is, but like. Yeah, everything grabs everything. everything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like. Does that, but it's worth grabbing it at the end of the day. It's worth having it up there for you guys. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like you said, because if it's on you, you'll use it, and it just makes your climb so much easier. Where if if you don't, you don't really want to call down for this piece of kit, and then you just struggle to get into this position where it's like, oh, if I had that Prusik or Hand Ascender or whatever, this would have been a lot easier.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you get in this weird headspace where it's like, it's so much extra work to send down for something, but it's really not. Like, it's pulling your rope up again. Yeah. But it's, it's just,
3: I've tried to like design my harness to have, it's minimal gear, but it's like multi-use, like, yeah, you know, a couple pieces of little rigging things, a couple pieces of climbing gear,
0: all sorts of stuff that I just, I'll pull out all the time. Yep. That's like the, uh, the lanyard that I ha- keep on the back of my, oh, yeah, multi tool so, mm-hmm. yeah my multi-tool. So it's a, uh, uh, you know, it's probably about what, four feet of rope. And then on one end, I have a carabiner that has a pulley built into it. And then on the other end, I have a big pear carabiner. And I usually use some uh, climb line. Uh, You know, in in the past, I've just, you know, cut my old rope, cut a good chunk off of it. And it works great as a a pole saw lanyard because you got the pear end so that if, you know, you're coming down, the pole saw will slide through it. Um, And then it also you got the pulley on the other end, so you can use that if you, you know, have need to lower something down that isn't too crazy big, you know, and then you can use it as a redirect if you need to do it. I was using it the other day uh, when we were doing the side job this week last weekend uh, where I had it just clipped to my hip and then I had it clipped to the lower down. Uh, you know, because I wanted to be able to hold the lower down, but if I let go, it, it would swing back. I'd have to, un, you know, un-lanyard, swing over, grab it, and then swing back. So I, it just kept it, you know, so I could be working and just let it uh, fly, and then i just grab it and pull it oh, back nice. to me and be that's, able to rig on it. That's yeah. great. Um, And it's just one of those little tools where it da- when I butterfly it up, it just takes up this, uh, or da- sorry, daisy chain it up. It just takes up this little spot on the back of my harness, but there's just so many uses for it. And there's this
3: climber, uh, man, I'm blanking on his name. He goes by like country boy PA on Instagram and I know his name. I'm just totally blanking on it right now, but he's got this tool called the ring sling thing is what he calls it. And he's been posting a lot about all these different uses. And it's just, it's like a Prusik with a ring on it. Interesting. And Maybe there's a carabiner. I don't remember. But it's it's an interesting tool, and he uses it for so many different things. It's mm-hmm. really cool. The
0: ring sling. I want a ring sling thing now. <laughs> You'll have to uh, tag me in the next post that yeah. he does with it because I want to check this thing out. I love the multi-tool pieces of the kit, you know, yeah, yeah. and and especially when it's just something somebody thought of. You know, that's the best. That's It's kind of the – everybody has their own climbing style, and so they kind of develop their own way of doing it and – just these little tricks that you can, you know, that are come in handy. Yeah.
2: And it makes it feel great because you came up with it. Yeah, definitely. I, you, don't, you don't buy it enough. And you get to name
1: it. You get to yeah. name it.
2: It Like a ring, the ring sling thing. The ring sling or, thing. Or the Myron
0: Tether. <laughs> the Myron Tether. <laughs> I need to come up with a, a better name than the Myron Tether. No, it's, it's the Myron Tether. now. the Myron Tether. <laughs> damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> right on. Well, anybody have any other uh, stories from the field? Uh they want to get into no it was
3: a cool week well-rounded did a started off with a dynamic cabling job then went off and did some pruning then some removals did a a bracing on a japanese maple it's been a cool week
0: nice yeah Yeah. i saw that post of the the bracing on the maple that's always yeah it's it's looking at tree work from another angle anytime you're doing the bracing or cabling Mm -hmm. you know instead of thinking about weight reduction you're thinking about putting something into the tree to hold it together. And that's always kind of an interesting shift in my mind and an interesting argument on what you were doing. You, it was on a, a Japanese maple, right? Yep. And so that's not as big of a deal. You know, it, it's a small thing, but we're <coughs> looking at our neighbors have a old maple that has a couple cables in it already. And they are uh, probably less than halfway down. You know, they look like they're grown into the tree. They were put in a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, but just those make me wonder, like, how, you know, when you can get weight reduction, at what point do you decide to pull the trigger on putting a cable in a tree? I don't know. It, You know, that might yeah. be a good conversation that, for later because that, that, that could be a whole episode. Oh, yeah. That, that, that sounds like know. a separate podcast. Right it, there. it really yeah, – hey, stay tuned uh, <laughs> for the for the cabling and cobra episode. Like, like,
2: subscribe, five stars. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, that being said uh, – there's definitely a place for it. And I don't know it. I was thinking about that when I saw, you know, for the little ornamentals, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, because how it's interesting how much money, if you look at some of those trees that have been pruned every year for the last 15 years, I mean, that is a serious investment. Oh yeah. Made in that tree. Yeah. But they're, I mean, what are, what is the price
2: of like one of those Japanese maples? They're like 20 or 30 grand, right? yeah some of those size oh, yeah, good sized big sized on ones. Size
1: them. even like yeah. small ones are ridiculous, like you know one that's like two feet tall and they'll be like, $120 dollars, you're like it's too- I could go find that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Find it in the neighbor's yard. Free
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> tree. All it costs is a shovel. <laughs> yeah. And maybe a wheelbarrow. Hey,
0: well, think about that investment. The one shovel. How many trees oh, can yeah. you yeah. get with that one Another shovel? Another multi-use tool. A <laughs> yeah, multi-use tool. Yeah. 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 The and shovel.
2: Th- 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 <laughs> in the so right th- hands. We're going to start carrying one of those with, on our saddles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: in the right hands, a shovel is an investment. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I I thought those pictures were pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So well rounded, beautiful weather. <laughs> it's a good week. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a beautiful week. It one of those winter winter weeks where it's not warm, but it's freaking beautiful and worth yeah. it. Um, we were we were doing fur removals pretty much all week. Um, yeah.
2: Uh, what do we, Did we start on Monday? Yeah, we did.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Monday we started, and then. Uh, Tuesday,
2: we also did it. And we did it, and then Wednesday was the meeting, and we did the cottonwood, which was yeah. yesterday. Uh, the cherry, yeah. Sorry, cherry. No, no worries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they cherry. told us it was gonna be a cottonwood, and we got there; it was gonna be a cherry. Oh, okay. Well,
2: cherry, yeah. cottonwood, giant's sequoia. I mean, they're all saying Yeah, it. that's all.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: in in our defense, it wasn't anybody from our program that called it a cottonwood. Yeah, somebody from another part of the city reported that there was a cottonwood in the way of a path and we showed up and it was a cherry, it was a cherry.
1: yeah they both start with c yeah, they
0: do yeah. and they're, they're both
1: out they're both trees they're both trees <laughs> they both grow they bo- and need water you know they have their fi- yeah that's a different hauling situation from a ground perspective i would like to show up to a downed cottonwood mm-hmm. because you can lift giant rounds with a pinky I do not want to show up to a downed cherry tree yeah. because yeah. they if are it's dense. A de- very dead <laughs> cottonwood. Very de- yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if
3: a live a cottonwood is, is, heavy. is heavy. Yes, that's yeah. true.
1: Too. Well, no, I mean that's why I mean if it's down, I'm assuming yeah. it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just break a branch over your knee, kind right. of dead. Th- yeah. That's fantastic. But a cherry at any stage. Oh, that
0: yeah, cherry yeah. <laughs> was
2: extremely <laughs> yeah.
0: heavy. You yeah, you,
2: yeah, You remember? I was I went to go pick up that round, and I was
0: just like, nope, nope. nope we're nope. winching this. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been a pretty, uh, pretty chill week. As you know, well, it's been big for removals and stuff, um, but it's been a good week. Yeah,
2: today was cold, but rest of the week was great.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> unless anybody else has any stories from the field, we'll get into this week's topic, which is the weekend grind for me. The weekend grind. Now you know, most of my career I've done uh, residential work, and uh, now for the last four years almost, I've been at the city. And while the city is awesome work, real easy on the body, you get off at the same time every day. I appreciate the benefits. It's a great time. For the first eighteen years of my career. I was helping my family build a business. And I really think that you kind of get that uh, entrepreneurial spirit in you where you, you know, you, you want to make something happen. So pretty shortly after working at the city, me and Lacey, we were getting all these requests to do jobs on the side. You know, we're going to try to do it the right way. So we just went, we got, you know, figured out had a my beautiful bride over here took the CCB exam, got her CCB uh, we got our insurance, and uh we've just been grinding on the weekends ever since you know and that's really how we got into it It's been uh an adventure getting into it the The thing that's been fun also is uh starting a business with Lacey, which has you know been teaching her how to run the ground and you, how long have we been doing it now babe
1: uh since uh June of two thousand and eighteen, so two and a half years yep, so two and a half
0: years, yep, yeah. starting to get into it, and I think we're starting to get our rhythm oh yeah, no but Corey. What's your story to get in getting into this?
2: Oh, so I, I, I mean, I similar story to you guys. I mean, you guys have been along with us for a lot of the the starting of our our company. Um, but like originally, it started off just uh, so I worked for a private company for a long time, and they were pretty. They kind of put the kibosh on any kind of side work or anything like that, so couldn't really do anything there. But once I got on with the city, I started more talking to like Andrew, and you know, realizing what it could be and why. I should start like a business, and why I should protect myself, and you know, be legitimate. That kind of like push us down that path. And then my wife Amanda, she did the same things. Lacey took the CCB, and now we're going down that path. And spade tree car- spade tree preservation is in the works. Oh, nice, nice. She she took the test, huh? Oh yeah, no, sure. Nice. Well, we uh, we're waiting for our CCB paperwork right now. Oh, oh it'll, so be, it'll be a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting nine business days now so okay i'm sure it'll yeah. be got more. 30 36 more business days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: if we're not not counting christmas not counting so christmas. <laughs> technically two more weeks on top of that or,
2: or christmas eve or the entire week they cash christmas. the check though right oh uh, i bet oh, they did i'm sure yeah did. yeah guaranteed
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's money on the table jamie yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the fastest apartment there Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. yeah. it's your. It goes there. Paperwork goes somewhere else, and check just goes right into a direct deposit. Yeah.
3: All right, Jamie, how did I start? It was just I was working at a municipality with you guys, kind of how we met, and I don't recall if it was like I was just feeling like I needed something different, or if I. I honestly think I missed like the excitement of residential tree work. Cause that's what, that's what I grew up in. Right. I spent a year at the municipality with you guys and there. I think it was just one point you kept talking about your, your weekend gigs and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, I got this big fur removal, you know, it's going to be technical rigging over the shed in this backyard, <laughs> controlled zip line, you know, all this stuff. And um saying you'd bring me on if I got my contractor's license. So, that that was really the kicker for me i was like okay i need some excitement i I missed i missed the hustle and went out and got it and then going hard ever since i actually transitioned out of the municipality and went back to residential work and um, contract climbing and working for a a small company in town too
0: so really you took your side gig you took your weekend grind and turned it into the next step of your career. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I do feel though at working at the city and then doing the, the weekend work, I feel like I have a little bit of a cheat code Mm -hmm. because you got all the benefits of the city, but then you got the weekend, the thrill of the weekend work. And for me, part of that, like you were saying, Jamie, part of why I got into it and, or not why I got into it. Because we got into it because we were trying to help people. We constantly, we, you know, you're a tree guy. Everybody, oh, you're a tree guy? Can you uh, take a look at my tree here? Yeah. And I
1: don't want to do stuff that has liability involved that we're not covered for. Because everyone's your friend until something hits their house. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, tree businesses, one of those businesses where everything is liability.
0: Everything.
1: Everything, yeah. Yeah. It, I kind of back it up a little bit to make a little more sense as to why I went to do that. Um, as you guys know, I am actually practicing pharmacists and have been since 2007. In 2017, my pharmacy that I loved working at closed down. So my job was going to be home with the kids and doing consulting pharmacist practice as I do. And it wasn't until for about six months we kept getting asked about side jobs that I was like, yeah, we keep getting asked. And he's like, do you want to go get your CCB? And I'm like, sure. And um, <clears throat> so that's how we got in this direction. It is one of those things like you, it's, you want to do that side help for people, but it slowly turns, and once word of mouth gets around, then it just turns into lots and lots of phone calls. And so you want to you know, be official and covered and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, it, it can pick up real quick. You know, part of it was that excitement, Um, and I think this kind of what you're saying there leads to an interesting question of side work. Do you start a side business, or do you just fly by night under the table and go for it? And I think, you know, this is a bit of a one-sided conversation because all of us ended up starting the side business. But I can also understand the argument, you know, there's a lot that goes into starting the side business and, you know, we're all total tree geeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I am happy working seven days a week doing tree work. Uh, A lot of people aren't doing, aren't happy doing it every day of the week, believe it or not. Right, guys? That's crazy. (laughs) 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 But, you know, if you only want to pick up a job here and a job there, you might not want to put all that investment down to start a business.
3: Yeah. And I think it comes on who you're working for. Like if it's just like a buddy, a a family member or something, and it's once in a while, Mm -hmm. I could see just flying by night and, you know, yep. Just doing that. But once you start picking up, you know, the guy down the street and, you know, his, his cousin and whatever, you know, then you got to start covering yourself because you don't know these people. And yeah, things happen. You know,
0: one of the best parts about getting doing it officially is when you no longer have to have that conversation. That, uh, yeah, I, I could do it. I'm not going to drop anything on your house. I promise. I, mean, <laughs> I know what I've been doing. I've been doing it a long time. I would not be in doing it this long if I didn't. Look, I account. have all these ropes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that being said, if something happens, yeah. you know,
3: yeah, it's nice to not look over your shoulder, have your bases covered. And yeah.
1: Well, and also people can choose not to pay you. Because, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. You know, someone could be like, oh, thanks for that $2,000 worth of tree work. Bye.
0: Yeah. You're not taking your service back. You're not. Yeah. You're
1: not getting your service back. You can't. I guess you you could
0: dump the brush right back in their yard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's where you get the wood glue and you put that removal back together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just wake up one morning and it's there. (laughs) But it is a lot. I mean, it's a lot of expense up front. I mean, when all of a sudden done between the CCB, licensing, registering with the state, insurance. Um, it's two to $3,000, and that's not even counting gear. So, mm-hmm. again, right out the door, depending on the side. Of, I mean, that's great if you get a removal and you're like, hey, great, I covered all of that in one removal. But um, otherwise, you're kind of piecing together and trying to get jobs and to keep your gear covered. And, yeah, so it is something you want enough jobs on the weekend, especially when you work full-time. For yeah, it to be that
3: worth goes it. into it. How much do you want to do? Like, how often do you want to be working on the weekends? You yes.
0: know, and... It's a commitment because when you first start, you're going to hit, you know, I, th- I can't remember who said it earlier, but that those first few paychecks are just going into paying off gear, you know? So the first, I mean, how long do you think it was till we were actually making money doing it?
1: Actually, we made money the first six
0: months. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, you know. But also
1: because we owned a lot of gear, cause yeah. we had all the property out with our first house. And you've collected gear over the years. So part of it was we didn't really have to make a huge investment in gear right out the door. And we waited to kind of get some money in the bank before we would get anything. So, and again, it's because it just hit and we worked every single weekend. We're getting to the point now where, especially during the winter months, we don't do more than a couple weekends of the you know, two of the four weekends.
0: You say that, but so what ends up happening (laughs) is we end up scheduling uh, two weekends a month. Yes. You know, and the idea is like, oh, you know, we're only doing two jobs a month. We're not going to, it's going to be nice and easy and relaxing. And then pe- the phone just keeps ringing. And we yeah. are very bad at being like, no, we're just going to leave that cash on the table. Especially if it's a, you know, like an easy removal where, you know, it's, oh yeah, we're just going to clean up on this thing. Uh-huh. And so then we end up working probably six days a month.
1: Four to six. Usually just, usually one day a week. Usually. 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 But see, it's also like an outside thing for me. It's like being cooped up in the house and homeschooling our kids and doing all that stuff. For me, it's like date night day. Like, oh, I get to hang out with my best friend and haul brush and play outside. So it's kind of like, for me, it's incentive. So I don't mind it if it's every week because I'm like one day of being outside it, yeah. it
0: is kind of you know when you have kids and life's so busy it is kind of funny how when we go and do work together it's like oh it's just you and me hanging out
1: oh
4: hi that's what this is like <laughs> Sweet. we get to do tree jobs
0: <laughs> we get to talk about
1: not pokemon right now <laughs> <laughs>
3: like date night for you guys it <laughs> is it's really, it really is. is. like is. it's like for a going lot of people dump it'd be the, like <laughs> the load <laughs> the, the tree load
0: that hits way, that joke hits way too <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> i realized <laughs> it when i was <laughs> <laughs> way too close to home. Yeah. and don't forget the free popsicles Oh. oh. Yeah. by the way they have those 50 50 bars that against. hell yeah oh
1: man you gotta start going with the cooler so if they do that I'm gonna be like i want two, and then be like it's just you be like I got a cooler. My no. wife wants her popsicle in no, it. You of the just
0: day. need to start coming on date night again. <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs> no,
1: I've had to bring the FJ for extra gear and stuff, so yeah. we've been going in separate vehicles and that's that's not okay. That does definitely set the rhythm of the day off cuz I'm like, "Well, bye. We've loaded everything up. I'm out." Yeah. And then <laughs> this guy over here is eating my 50/50 bars. So <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, can I get an extra one for my wife? <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting.
3: You guys work together so you get to spend the time together i find the weekend work takes my time away from you know my partner yeah which kind of i've been kind of wanting to step away from weekend work more and now i'm in a position where i can yeah people just have to wait to be on the schedule you know a little farther yeah and yeah i think i might move toward that obviously whenever you guys have a job oh yeah it's always fun but
0: you know, that, that's a really important part of this is, you know, everybody, you know, for us, we get to hang out with each other, but we've been booked the last couple month, months, it's pretty much been every weekend. We maybe yeah. had one or two weekends off in the last couple months. Yeah. And for me, for you, that's awesome. You know, yeah. you don't have the same issue for me. I don't see my kids except for, you know, first thing in the morning when I'm leaving and then when we get home now.
1: I have like six hours a night with the kids. Yeah, I our was daughter who say, won't go to sleep till ten thirty.
0: We on the weekend, you know, when especially when we're doing seven day weeks, we really manage the days. You know, it'll be like three o'clock, and it'll be like, all right, we're checking out. We'll be back tomorrow to finish yeah. up. You know, I I uh, make sure not to push myself too hard. I don't, you know, you don't want to injure yourself, and if you don't give that your body time to rest and relax, <clears throat> you will injure yourself. Um, so, but I mean. When I'm working all day, all week, and then most of the weekend, you know, you got to create that balance. For me, it's the kids. For you, it's your girlfriend. You know, Corey, uh, your your wife works with you quite a bit, Yeah, right? my, my
2: wife is my groundsman, and she does 99% of the jobs with me. With her, it's, um, so she started like Lacey. Like, it was like, hey, you know, my husband's doing this, so I want to spend time with him. So, you know, great. She is not in the tree industry and she hasn't like been in the tree industry so it's been a pretty steep learning curve for her and it's been pretty rough and I am I can be an asshole I can be an asshole so um, I'm not easy to work with sometimes and so that weighs on her too but I mean it's it's you're telling me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know this guy has to put up my shit every day um, but you know we've come to we're getting to a better place now and like she's, she's getting more of those skills. Like, cause it used to be, we would do a job like once every like three months or something. And then she'd like build all these skills and then she'd instantly forget them. And then it, she'd like have to be retaught them and it would frustrate me. It would frustrate her and it would just be this, this big thing. But now we're doing it consistently enough where it's like she's, she's kind of getting that rhythm underneath herself and then um, she's finding more joy in it, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Do and
4: you, you guys
3: have sensor? center units.
4: Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I think it's that would best. make a big
3: difference. I did one job with, with uh, my partner, and it was like, you know, over 120-foot f- Fred's fur, just yeah, giant yeah. fur. A giant fur. And I didn't want to put too much on her, so I didn't want to be like, hey, it's your first time, here's how the porter wrap, the lower down works and all this stuff. So I was lowering stuff myself, and it was like no cleanup. We had to move the brush a little bit, but most of the day she was just standing there staring up at me, you know couldn't didn't want to yell at her all day like we, it would have been so nice to have senior units and just like chat but she didn't it, w- it wasn't a uh, a good first experience for her just standing there all day just looking up
4: yeah
0: know. <laughs> those yeah. are some of the most boring jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we've all yeah. been there yeah
2: and, and that's and that's a lot of our problem too like i think once we get like senior units are the next thing that we're going to get yeah, because it's that's going to change our dynamic yeah, they're nice. They yeah. Well, luckily and now you can
1: get the one that's like two miles or whatever. Like yeah. Yeah. that came yeah. out right after we bought ours. So I'm like, mm
2: well yeah. but I think you can I think if you just buy one of the new units, then it I thought they were huh?
3: maybe. I just saw a new one? I think a new one. I I can't remember who's carrying it right now. It's called like vertex or something. It said it, it'll pair up to six people, mm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we get four, and it's like that was magic to get four people it on this scene. Like and how and the and hell? Then hell then did then inevitably, did someone write that down? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And then you'd lose somebody because someone would bump their helmet, and the whole thing. Yeah. Back to zero. Oh yep.
4: God.
1: It's like AB AA BB. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> up down, up down, right, <laughs> left, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it. it yeah, those units. Dark know. arts. Uh, we got was it? It wasn't last year for Christmas. It, it was, was 2000,
4: two thousand. Uh, two years ago for yeah, two thousand.
1: No, we we get our first year two thousand eighteen.
4: No, I think no. you got them last year.
0: No, oh, yeah.
2: it
4: was
1: 2019 Christmas.
0: I, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. it was Christmas okay. 2019. It was a Christmas gift uh, to each other, you know, that uh, has been awesome. You know, being able to have that conversation just while we're working, you know, just catching up, shooting the shit about stuff, or if we, you know, just put a podcast yeah. on or put music on, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh,
3: not having to shout at your significant other from the top of the tree. Yeah, yeah Corey, it might, it might do wonders for
4: you, buddy. It might, better than marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that is something I worry about, though. Uh, when you're training your significant other, you know, uh, hopefully I don't get on your case too much.
1: No, I think you worry that you'll be like, I'm sorry if I'm on you a lot about this. And I'm just like, if it's anything safety related say something because it, you know, anything, because a lot of it's not intuitive. You think it is, but if you've never done it, like I can build a house. I can tell you how to build a house, but I, I mean, I'm still learning knots when it comes to ropes and things like that. Like it's, it sounds like super basic, but I Grew up with a contractor dad, not an arborist dad. So I don't mind it. And especially with something safety related, I'm like, yell at me if you have to if I'm doing something that's unsafe. Because although a lot of it you think would be like, quote unquote, common sense, sometimes you're so focused on a task of like getting this piece of brush out of the way or trying to keep up that you're realizing, okay, I'm cutting this and it's kind of above me. You know what I mean? Even though you're going, oh, I'm just trying to get this branch that's caught out of the way so I can get this in the back of the truck. Um so it doesn't bother me. He worries about it, but he's also r- really nice about it.
0: Well, uh, for me it's, you know, trying to find that balance of Training my wife, but not talking to her like she's Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, dumbass. Wrong, wrong person. Yeah, exactly. I'd be
1: like, "How do you like going to work in those dirty shirts?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Did you notice yeah, that your did lunch rail has nothing yeah. in it right now? <laughs> I put the ice yeah. pack in there. <laughs> mm, cold cooler. Cold cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a cold
0: cooler for guys. <laughs> <ice.
2: laughs> it's nine degrees <laughs> out. It was a Ruffles <laughs> ice pack.
3: You, op-
0: you
2: open the blue gel. You drink. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Corey, can I have part of your sandwich? <laughs> and that's the uh, one of the other in- in- interesting things about having a spouse that does work with you, like you know, the one that you just like you like just told to do the dishes now is telling you how to do this complex knot or this complex rigging scenario, And it's kind of, it's a, a different, it's not a normal, um, aspect to a relationship that you put on it. I feel like, cause you're you're not usually like working in a professional setting with your spouse, not most people anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never experienced that like outside of this. Like I, I had this saying, like you don't shit where you eat. Like I don't want to be, I have worked in the past with my spouse and like at the same job. And I just, I didn't like it cause I just don't like those two avenues to like ever cross in a professional setting but like when you own your own business or you're doing side work i feel like it can bleed over a little bit more and mm. i feel like it's a different kind of avenue around it but it's again something that you wouldn't i wouldn't have ever pegged my any of my relationships being you know like yeah. i'm doing work with my wife
0: doing this kind of thing yeah i never thought i'd be married to my ground help yeah <laughs> 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 There, there, it is kind of awkward uh, kissing someone who's also wearing a hard hat. <laughs> 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 the the, the visor in the way. You got to turn your head to the side. And you're like, oh yeah, it's just not what you're expecting. <laughs>
1: I'm good at compartmentalizing. Like, I'm like, this is here. Like, I don't take anything personally. It's because it's work. It's yeah. work. I mean, most of the time we're just chilling and having a good time. But when it's like instructional time, I'm just like, okay, guy who knows more than me is telling me what to do. I'm just gonna listen now. So. But also, again, you're not mean about it. So,
0: Yeah, I, I do think I annoy the crap out of you sometimes, and you're just <laughs> nice <laughs> enough not to say anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, it it's just another element. You know, it, working, I mean, we've all been there when you're working on a really cold day or a day where you're just really annoyed. And, uh, you, you know, that's just part of doing tree work. I remember when we were getting into it. You know, we were all super excited about it, and I was super excited, too, but I remember being like, all right, honey, you know, we got to realize that right now this is really exciting, and I'm stoked, but there's going to be a day where you're hauling brush through a backyard full of crap.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's going to
0: be a day when it's, like, 33 degrees and pouring rain, and your fingers are numb, like, this is we're getting into an endeavor, which is hard at Mm -hmm. times. And so you, you really have to have the right mentality going into it, you know, and if you don't, if you can't kind of, uh, shift gears into that mentality on your day off, that can be a problem. I mean, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, tree work is considered pretty hard labor. You know, you're, you're, uh, I mean, You're working as hard as you want to, but if, if you're making money and you're successful, you're, you're grinding. Yeah. You know, there's a reason we called it the weekend grind because it's usually after Friday when you're like, all right, I'm going to go, I get to sleep in tomorrow. You know, this is, this is my time, you know, for some R and R to recuperate before Monday comes around and it's time to go at it again. Um, you have to have a little bit of a different mentality to to shift gears when the alarm goes off Saturday be like all right you know time time to get going for me i think i find a little bit of that from the like all right this is my time i'm not working for anybody else i'm working for me and it kind of gives you that mentality of like you know me against the world i'm going to go get it you know yeah here we go uh you know, I don't know. Do, do you guys see something like that? Do you feel like there's a mental shift to to get up on Saturday morning and just start crushing work? Absolutely. I mean, the, the paycheck all going
2: into your pocket is a big, like, for me, that's a big thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I talk to these people like they trust me to be a professional and come out there and do this work. And, like, this is this is on me. This is not like, I don't have sick days. I don't have, like... I can't just be like, Yeah, you know, I don't really feel like it today, so I'm just gonna call in sick and whatever. Like this is this is something that I'm pursuing and something that I'm again in the similar vein to you, like this is this is my realm and this is me doing this, this is for me kind of thing, or my family or my you know what in, in my case it's me and my wife, what we're working towards.
0: Yeah, if like we have that's you and your family. Yeah, like you know.
2: this this is our we have a goal and we're using this to reach that goal. So that's, I mean, that's what drives me.
0: Yeah. It's easy to get kind of fired up on the weekend when you kind of, at least for me, when I start thinking about it that way. And it's interesting because you talk to clients in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the client coming out and talking to you, like you're the guy that is hired to do it. They're talking to you. Like you're, you are not like you are, but you know, that you're, they're talking to you because you are the expert that they trusted to take care of whatever project they trusted right. you to do.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. All like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I,
2: I mean, it's not like, because in the private industry, you would have, like, in, in the private industry that I worked at, we would have, a um, the owner of the company was the main bidder, so we'd go out and do the bids. Like, we, some of the his employees would do bids periodically, too, but he was, 90% of the bids, he'd be out, out there doing them, right? So, he would go out there and do them and then we'd come in and do the work. So there was that kind of disconnect, whereas when you're out there bidding the work and you have these conversations with these people and you ha- go through everything about this tree and then you go out and you actually do those things to that tree, it's it's a totally different, it is definitely a, a different shift doing this work versus doing that um, kind of separation between the bidding and then the actual work.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, and the, the other thing that it is, like, for me is I'm building a company. So you're, you're making the money from the job and you get all that money except for the stuff the taxes takes away if you're doing it above the table. Right. <laughs> you know, and then you're also building an asset. You know, I don't ex- expect to sell the company at any point and make a bunch of money off of it. You know, we're not building that big of an asset, but we're building something that, you know, me and my wife built together. And I think there's some there's kind of pride in that, you know, and I think that's the kind of feeling we were talking about earlier, that when you're working for a municipality, you don't really I mean, you have a little bit of that. I definitely have a a pride in like, hey, I'm working, you know, for the people, you know, I'm hired by the people to take care of the trees in our city, which is a pretty cool feeling, but it's a totally different feeling than I am working hard to build something that is going to directly benefit my family for years to come. You know, that is a cool, cool feeling. And a, it, uh, it is easy to get up and get going for that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And building community. That's yeah. a really nice thing. Cause I mean, you guys, I imagine in the uh, municipal world, you have people come and talk to you or at you about things. Never, never. Right. Not even <laughs> to, like yell at you. Like, no, why are you touching no, that no, tree? No, no, no. Oh, they just <laughs> They they smile and wave. You guys just look too official. It's intimidating. But it's like, it's nice. Like, (laughs) I love it when a client calls. I mean, I don't have people programmed in my cell phone, but I recognize everyone's phone number that I've, you know, I'll know who it is the minute I I pick up the phone just Uh because I've had enough conversations with them where I memorize their phone number. And it's nice to have it where you're like, oh, I see this person every year. I see this person every six months for this. Or I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, I like to build that community of people that I know and they know us. And also then there it's more hands off when you're in the field. You don't have that person like walking around following you, Mm -hmm. watching you and not like watching you. Like I'm interested in what you're doing. Like, are you going to mess something up? You know? So Mm -hmm. once they know you and are comfortable with you, I like that aspect of it. It's like, it's like going to another one of your own homes.
0: I have clients who text me now and I think that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think that's something, you know, if, if you're running a big business, you know, you don't have the, nearly the capacity to have those like one-on-one relationships with every single client. But because we're only working a handful of jobs on the weekend, we're able to really reach out and make a connection and learn who these people are. And they really become more friends than clients in a lot of situations. You know, they're kind of the term that they're, they're, they're trusting us with their yard feels a little bit uh well i mean they're trusting people with their yard either way but we're able to go above and beyond the uh the weekend we did or the job we did this last weekend oh yeah we removed uh this big maple big norway maple uh, for these people is over three yards it it was one we bid it probably six months ago or something (laughs) like that if not more and I I kind of forgot about it, and actually how you know what was going to go into removing it. I knew it was going to be a, a big project, um, but it it snuck up on me a little bit. I'll I'll admit, you know. And we get there, and I remember you freaking out the week before. You're like,
2: yeah, I. I just don't remember this job at all like yeah well and you tied it into a
1: bunch of other things on it so it was like a big bid unto itself because there's so many items but they started piecing it out
0: there's like six or seven items so we did a little bit then a little bit then and 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 then we just got a call out of the blue like hey can we still get that tree removed we're deciding to pull the trigger on it you know and uh you know they're really cool people super nice they if they feel like friends when we see them we end up hanging out and talking with them for 30 minutes before and after you know a lot of times nothing to do with tree work you Mm -hmm. know just because we we've come and you know done bid at their house come and gone and done a few jobs at their house and so you know you build that relationship but uh where i was going with this is that we you know they they wanted us to uh take like four or five inches of the bottom of the tree and cut it into a star. You know, she... Like I'll when that
1: could stand up on its side.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which I think she's got a thing for stars because yeah. after she said that, I noticed she, there's stars <laughs> yeah. all over that property. There's yeah. stars on the side of the house. There's yeah. stars on the porch. It's like, wow, uh, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern here. <laughs> um, but if i was working for a big company i'd probably just be like i sorry I, you know i'd love to you know you could probably find a, a wood carver and you you know you wouldn't just be like get out of here with that stupid idea but you'd find a way to kind of shuck it to the side so you can get back to it but you know i was like yeah you know i'm i'm not going to be able to do it on the site but i'll i'll bring it home and you know i'll one of these evenings i'll just cut a star into it for you you know and so and i mean she was super stoked you know and i'm feeling i you know, I'm. You're making a connection with someone on a totally different level than you would be if it was, you if if they were just another, you know, invoice number three seven two one. You know,
1: although she, we haven't brought the star back yet or completed it, when we do, that she might be less weekend. stoked. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. might be like, "That's a star." <laughs> yeah, exactly, carve be a bear. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally <she's> carve a total <laughs> <carver> bear. <laughs> 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 I might put a little hidden bear on this. Yeah. <laughs> That's just your uh, signature watermark or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's my signature right there. <laughs>
2: no, no, no. Just signature. That's definitely my signature.
0: Yeah.
3: Did you do weekend work in the private sector?
0: Uh, not a whole lot. So uh, the jobs I did, the private sector, uh, I have a buddy whose family owns a cabin. Mm-hmm. And so it's way up in the woods. And this is one of my all, you know, my best friends growing up, we've been, you know, we've been buddies since first grade, you know, so they, they're like an extension of my family, you know, so when, when up at that cabin, there's a bunch of trees. And so if a, di- a tree was dying out, or if it needed any help, I would do that work for them. Um, but, you know, I back then, I don't think I even took any money for it, because it was, you know, we would go to that cabin, you know, his parents would just let us go up there, from probably 17 on so we were up there every weekend so i was kind of like hey you know i'm here enough so that i'll just take care of the tree work you know my family's company had a policy i to be honest didn't fully agree with but it was a no side jobs policy
3: that's interesting i keep hearing that and that seems I, that seems that's so strange to me that someone can tell you that you can't
2: well it's, it's oh go ahead. go ahead uh it i f- i feel like it's they don't want you being like because some of them, my company, they, they would have you go out and do bids and stuff. So, like, if you go, it, it seems like a conflict of interest because you could be like, well, uh, seven or you know, they charge hundred
3: bucks now. I charge seventy five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: They'll yeah. do this for twelve hundred. I'll do this for a thousand. I
3: guess. Yeah, you
1: can't.
4: Although trust you trust everyone. Yeah, you know, but that's guess.
1: like a, that's like against the law in Oregon. Like you, if you get busted like bid shopping, that's an issue. Like, yeah. On the CCB website, they yeah. But I I always thought it was more of like an injury based thing. You know, because I've heard mm-hmm. of people where they'd be like, they hurt themselves on a Sunday and come into work and act fine and then be like, oh, I hurt myself, like right in the right, door. Right. So, so people who do that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a
0: couple situations that where stuff like that mm-hmm. happened. And then there was a situation. Not where, with you. Not no, with no, you. No, no, I don't specify that, me. like yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah, there's situations where, uh, and no one was ever called out, mm. so who knows? Maybe we were just being paranoid, right? I'm not. I'm not saying any names. I'm not calling anybody out. But there was a couple suspicious scenarios, mm-hmm. and then there was also times where uh, really trusted employees got caught taking tree trucks home on the weekend and doing tree jobs oh, yeah. with trucks and shippers and uh, stuff that it, where it got to the point where like, nope, homie, don't play that you know, between situation A and situation B, we're just pulling the plug, you know, uh, which was unfortunate because, you know, it's the type of thing for a lot of people, you know, that's, you know, especially if you're up and coming, you're not making as much, you know, a lot of money. Cause you're kind of, you're learning the skill. It's one of the, you know, things, one of the ways you learn, get into this industry is you might not be making as much money, but you are learning a trade when you're on a tree crew. Um, and then you start getting that skill and you're like, oh, I'm going to start picking up a little bit of extra money here or there. And I totally understand that. That's why I don't fully agree with it. Because like you're saying, this is your own time. These are my skills. How are you going to tell me that I can't use my skills on my time to better my situation? Yeah.
3: But I also get that there's people who f- mess things up for everyone. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like yeah. anything,
1: they abuse the system and that's not yeah. okay.
3: Yeah, just the few times I've heard that, I'm like, How could someone tell you exactly like you're saying, you can't do this on your own time? Yeah. But it, yeah, people take advantage of it. And things.
0: that's what it is. I think a lot of companies go into it tr you know, mm-hmm. super stoked and like, Yeah, you guys do what you need and mm-hmm. you know, I've heard of companies lending you know, their gear, like say, Hey, you can use my gear on the weekend just if it comes back broken you're replacing it. Mm-hmm. But then all it takes is one or two really bad situations. And people start, eh, maybe this isn't what we should be promoting within our company. Uh And, you know, it goes into the, you know, as companies grow, you know, if it's a small company, if it's just, you know, me and one or two other people, then it, you know, those are your buddies that you see every day. And you're probably like, yeah, on the weekend, you do what you want. But then when it's a bigger company and there's a level of detachment between uh, where, where it's just like the employee employer relationship changes Mm -hmm. and you know, it's inevitable that's going to happen, but you know, people, there's just a whole nother dynamic that comes into play, you know? And so these are some of the growing pains I think companies go through, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it is a fine line between the two though, because it's nice to, like you said, on side work, you get everything, it's all yours under the table and all that sort of stuff. And then finding, okay, is this worthwhile to do this? And then also not letting your company get bigger than you want it to get, yes. which sounds silly. Like you are full time now, Jamie, your own business. Well, well two days a week. I, but I mean, I feel yeah. like you're busy enough to have five days a week that are just yours if you.
3: Yeah, not not quite right now, but I think I was. Yeah. yeah. seems like it's the slower time for sure, especially for a brand new business.
1: I keep <laughs> shunting people. At you. I'm really kind of <laughs> surprised to hear that. I'm always like, oh, we're booked into March, but this guy. Yeah. Might be good we'll for see. in a couple weeks from now. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think the other thing uh, that happens, man, I just totally brain farted. <laughs> I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, these things happen, companies grow. Uh, trying to run back what I was thinking, but I'm not. What were we just talking about? <laughs> Uh, side work in the private sector,
2: weekend grind, yeah.
0: Anyways, if it's that important, it'll come back, yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, I was gonna, I was asking that to you because I was gonna try to get away from weekend work myself because the municipal work I'm not, I don't want to belittle it, it's it's tree work, it's hard work for sure. But it's a different, it's a different mode. You guys both know. 100 percent. Like you'll go and what are you you'll talking be like, about, "It's the hardest work ever." <laughs> <laughs> you start out in residential tree work. You're, here's your schedule. You got four jobs on today. You got the bids hanging over your head. It's like go, 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 go time. You know. Yeah. So I find I get to the weekends of this last weekend job, man. I was like, I don't have it in me, man. I did yeah. it, but I just grinded through it. Sunday like the job went longer than I wanted to I was working Sunday I'm like man I want to be home right now <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I busted my ass all week so I, I was scheduling those jobs on the weekend because people wanted to get in sooner and you know yeah. and I'm just yeah. starting out so I'm like yeah you know Gonna make I that want money I, I want those no. relationships too yeah, you know yeah. so I was like okay yeah I can get you on this weekend but now I'm just like yeah you just gotta wait you know a couple week, you know month or so I got you on the books and, and I'm in a position where I can do that now,
0: yeah no, I no. don't
3: have to do the weekend grind yeah
0: that's really smart when when I was doing residential work, it was not crazy to do 10 12 hour days mm-hmm. you know you just work to get that work done and when I came over to the municipal work, you know you're off at three thirty every day yeah you know well not that's not true. there's a lot of days that we we put in overtime, but you have the option to be off at three thirty every day mm-hmm. if you want to be off, you just say hey guys I, I got to be off at 3.30 today, nobody's going to give you any, you know, be like, what are you talking about? The work's not done. You just start off. Mm-hmm. And I remember part of the reason I, we started is I had this feeling of like, man, I got all this extra energy. This is money that could be made. Like if I'm, if I, if I'm not putting that work in now, what if I just, you know, sometimes I'll pick a job up after work. You know, there, it's not crazy to, you know, I get home at four and if it's just a small job, I'll just you know yeah. load up in my truck, grab some tools, and work till dark. That's happened multiple times, you know. And because that's the mentality of the private sector is you just if you know if there's work to be done, if there's money to be made, you get some. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah you're yeah.
1: like I'm going to spend three hours, and oop, I got grocery money for the entire month. Right. That's the right. thing. It is <laughs> and it's interesting because even though like you work full time. You look at it and you think, oh, that should totally be a sustainable income when you don't have any debt except your house. But it's not the reality of it. Like it's, it's kind of crazy if you look at it, especially like if, if I wasn't home watching our kids, we're going to spend 20 to $30,000 a year for two kids to be, they'd have to be in private school now because no public schools are open here. But I mean, you look at, that's an entire income yep. for some people.
2: $50,000 a year. Just mm-hmm. going to childcare. S- to 60000
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. like it's ridiculous so it's one of those things that's just it's not sustainable um to usually do a one income household thing and this is kind of our way to make it where we could be well i could be available to our kids and then we're not scrambling for pandemic child care and i mean that actually kind of worked out because obviously we had it in 2018 but it made it where when all this happened this year it was like oh well i'm home but the intention was, is so they're in school, and if we're established enough, I can do ornamental pruning myself, because that's something I'm comfortable with, or be out bidding during the day when everyone's gone. Now we just do it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and part of, you know, kind of what I was saying before is, I'm, you know, we're building something. We're building an asset for our family, and that's not necessarily building an asset as far as, you know, I'm going to cash out and make a bunch of money on that asset, but what that asset does is it builds flexibility into our life, mm-hmm. you know? So the pandemic hits and, you know, it's like, sweet. We don't have to worry about Lacey trying to pick up other work or, you know, when that hit, she was uh, working on uh, trying to get more medical facilities where she would go and uh, audit their facilities and check out. And it's like, honey, let's just not do those. Let, let's keep you out of, you know, these facilities and instead let's focus on up in our tree business, you know, so it's just another way you can make money. You know, that's, that's one of those, one of the ways I try to think about, you know, becoming financially secure is you want to have as many different ways that you're bringing money into your house as possible. Even if it's not, you know, even if you're not making, you know, thirty 000, forty thousand $40,000, if you know, what, what hap- building a side business does is it, you know, you have a, a little bit. Maybe you're only bringing in a few thousand dollars. But you're building an infrastructure that you could grow if you all of a sudden you needed to because something else didn't work out. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of building something, a safety net in for you. You know, if I, right now, if I lost the city job, like, I'd be bummed, you know, if, I, if it wasn't a planned exit, it'd be like, God damn it, you know. But I would be able to shift gears Tomorrow. And we could reschedule, you know, we're booking into March, we'd reschedule and we'd be booked for a week or two. And then I just, we'd pour it into marketing and we would, you know, be up and running where if I didn't have this side business going and all of a sudden I, you know, something happened, I lost my city job. I'd be calling other tree companies and trying to figure out if I couldn't get on with somebody else and I wouldn't be in a position where I could then start building this, you know, this asset wouldn't be built at all. I wouldn't be able to do anything with it.
2: Yeah. No, it, it builds on resiliency. Definitely, like it's it's like diversifying your portfolio or exactly anything like that. It's just
0: you know, yeah. You, you want it, it. You know, when we were working together, uh really, is when the pandemic hit. We were looking at uh was it Acorn, mm-hmm. you know, and that's another example of it. You know, if you can have just a little bit of money in stock markets,
3: it's like an investment app.
0: It, yeah, the Acorn investment app. You know, and. Don't invest money if you don't have it to invest. (laughs) You know, make (laughs) smart decisions. Disclaimers. Yeah, Exactly. Don't throw your money away, you know, making bad decisions. But, you know, if you can put a little bit of money, even if it makes times a little harder, if you can put something in, you know, some kind of investment, even if it's a really slow-growing safety thing, you know, every one of those things where you're making a little more money is, one, you know, it's another something that could blow up down the road if, you know, if you got lucky. But it's also just another thing you're learning. It's another, you know, safety net. It's another, another little bit of infrastructure within your own life that's going to help put you in a better place, hopefully. So long as you do it right. I mean, any of these things you can do wrong and it can go bad. Just like with side work, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be really careful. You got to check with your employer you know, you want to make sure that your employer is cool with you going out on the weekends and doing side work. You know, you might have every best intention. You might invest in a bunch of gear without talking to your employer. And all of a sudden you might learn like, oh, they're not cool with me. And now I have, I just spent a bunch of money on pole saws and tree gear that I, you know, what am I going to do with that? If I can't, now am I in a weird position where I got to go behind my employers back to uh, do this weekend work?
2: Yeah. And then if something goes wrong, you've lost your job and
0: you you know you might you're
2: not established you're not established yeah
0: yep. and then you you know you also have to be really smart about it are you working 12 hour days in on your 9 to 5 or is is your 9 to 5 really a, a 7 to 8 you know? yeah, <laughs> right and like is, are you going to screw yourself because you're going to end up getting hurt cuz you're already you know, running yourself into the ground and you can only do it so much and you have every best intention in the world of, you know, taking on the world and you, you've got that mentality, but you got to be smart about it Mm because you want to make sure that you're not doing this at the detriment of your own success. Yeah. Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. And like thinking back to production, like working production, like there is, like you guys have said, like, there is no way I could have like after working like four twelves or whatever during a week, there's no way I could have then gone in and done some work on the weekends like it's just you can't do that to your body if if, unless you want to like totally
0: destroy yourself yeah no no you don't want to mess around you know the the thing about our job is uh we mine our body Uh we really do like eventually everybody their body will run out and if you don't take care of it uh it's gonna happen faster you know i'm i'm a big and Again, this will be a whole nother podcast. We're going to do a podcast (laughs) on self-care because it is that important that you, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're just using up your own personal resource faster than you need to. You mean living
2: on a diet of whiskey and cigarettes is not a sustainable (laughs) way to do this work long term?
4: Yeah, Yeah. I feel like now more than ever,
3: you're seeing studies on how important recovery is. Like people who like work out really hard. Yeah. It's like
0: recovery is just as important as hitting the gym and working out really hard yep Yep. getting maxing out the sleep everybody's different you know there's times where i'll i'll work hard all day and i'll only get six hours of sleep at night and i'll sometimes i'll lay in bed and be like man i need to be sleeping but my mind's going or something's going so i'll just be laying there for an hour or two Mm -hmm. you know um but even if you're just laying down and resting you know not you know, feeding yourself good, the nutrition. Again, this is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's something to think about when you're doing the weekend grind. You don't want to grind yourself into the ground just because you think it's cool to make a little extra money. And it's yeah.
2: it's uh, it's not just like the physical game either. I feel like there's so much of that this that is a mental game. Like you, you're thinking constantly when you're in those big removals. You're like, where am I going to send this piece? Where is this going? What am I doing here? Yes. Like, it just as important as like getting your physical rest, like that downtime, like you're talking about, like just getting a a good reset with your mind, just like vegging out or doing whatever you have to do to get back in a, in a good headspace is also super important. And I feel like it's something that in this industry is not as talked about as the the physicality because the physicality is so, you know, upfront.
0: Yeah. That, that is a great point because you know, you can talk about overdoing yourself and hurting your body. You're going to really hurt your body if you make a dumb manu- maneuver and you break a limb. You know, then that, you know, that $500, that $1,000 you're going to m- make on the weekend just turned into you're not working for three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, you're losing money then.
2: Or maybe ever again. If it's or, bad enough. Yeah, yeah,
0: honestly. And if you're, you know, do you have workers' comp when you're on out there by yourself just going, you know... Yeah, don't roll those dice too many times. Dice will eventually catch up with you.
3: Yeah, I think that was one of the things to talk about is I've do been doing solo jobs on the weekends too, you know. Yeah. And you you came and saved the day on one of
0: those <laughs> jobs. <where laughs> We've both saved each other in those yeah. situations, you know.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, thoughts on working by yourself, you know.
1: actually
4: no. Climbing and working by no. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. I got to...
3: All my friends are so busy.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you're not, I see when, when you can you're, always call us, buddy. I say yeah, cause when your significant other's you. done with school. Then uh, just say, "Listen, it helps you to not get hunchy." Yeah. That's what happens. That's part of the reason I like it because pharmacists, we get hunchy because you're over a counter, count, and you're constantly, okay, I gotta sit up, I gotta sit up. But like over years of just counting and reaching over a counter, like you start. That's what you gotta tell her. You're constantly gonna be reading books. Yeah and lawyer related things you
3: got oh, it oh yep. tree work will help your posture tree work will help your posture I'm not kidding that's help like,
1: help like help
4: you live longer no
3: yeah. it's another reason I want to get away from weekend work because I'm working solo you know yeah like the people yeah. I know have their own businesses and they're booked out so far it's like it just doesn't really it's not going to work for me no, right no, and it's, it's uh, kind of dumb <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> depending on what you're doing yeah, yeah. it's you depending know?
1: on if you're what like you're like doing. doing a going to do some ornamental pruning, pruning. yeah
0: yeah piece of cake
2: if you're, if you're in a 150 foot fur though,
4: Mm-mm. yeah,
0: I, I think kind of what what that boils down to me for me is job selection. Yeah, right. you know, make sure that you're selecting jobs you can handle, because it is really easy to get in over your head, and uh, we are weak, weak creatures, humans. It doesn't take much to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, a small fall, and you get hurt or you break a leg and you can't get to help very easily. If there's no one there to find you. Yeah. That takes a really bad situation and it turns it into a critical situation. And
2: we're swinging around a tree with basically sharp knives and a motorized, you know, chainsaw. <laughs> right. On our hip. Like, I mean, those are yeah. two things that will just kill you instantly if they can. And, yeah. and that's, yeah. 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 My
3: first solo gig, I told Joka, I was like, I'm going to text you every half hour, you know? Yeah. I'd get working and
0: didn't, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she texts me. Then she texts me. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Maybe. Yeah. You better text me every half hour. (laughs) Yeah.
1: At least with cell phones, that does change the game a little bit than like 20 years ago, where it's like, there might be one of those weird satellite phones inside of one of the trucks that sometimes works. Yeah. If if it's charged. If it's charged. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's one thing that's nice that at least we have the technology where if you are working by yourself, unless you've been knocked unconscious, then that cell phone's not going to save you. So yeah. that's the other thing is you need an aerial rescue. It's
3: funny. My, my cell phone says it can detect a car crash and we'll call 911. I wonder if it could detect a fall from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I should get a hold of Google.
0: Depends on how high the tree yeah. is. <laughs> All right. So uh, we can wait back on. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Should get a, should get one of those, uh, the dummies like we used for the rescue rally. Yeah. <laughs> With the stick cell phone Alexa on. In, in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. stick an Alexa <laughs> in it. And just throw it out of the top of a tree. Uh. It's for science.
0: Yeah, I think for solo weekend work. Uh, job selection. I, yeah. I like. Yeah. I know. think job selection is key. I think you really any climbing. I know. I know a guy that uh, it wasn't a tree accident, but died doing construction, who was standing on a stepladder. It was one of those two-step step, step He was standing on that, saws all in something over his head, and gets kicked back and hits his head on something.
1: Uh, a fireplace.
0: On a fireplace. Uh, like a
1: freestanding yeah. metal fireplace.
0: And, and Richard was an extremely accomplished contractor. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was uh, a really you know really cool person. But beyond just being a cool person, he was a you know he'd been doing it for a long time. He knew his stuff really well. You know, it was for me, it was one of those uh, realizations of this can happen to anybody, you know, and if if that's happening, you know, this is an extremely experienced, you know, uh, contractor doing something who knows how many times he's done before. If that's going to happen to him on the second step of a stepladder with a sawzall, you know, I might be 120 feet up with a chainsaw throwing chunks of wood down to my wife to move them. Right. Like I better be on my (laughs) game. Well, and
1: likewise, it's a coordinated effort. Like that's the biggest thing. Don't, you know, yell headache at me. You know, it's just, it's a constant listening for a chainsaw to be on, which is another nice thing about that system because I can hear everything way better. I can hear the minute, if you're hundred feet up, I can still hear the minute you fire up the right. chainsaw, yep. you know, like listening for all those cues. So you really can't get comfortable. It's not a job you can kind of mosey about, especially in that sort of thing. You're just constantly, okay, what's going on? What's going on? And just constantly communicating. And then it's, it's still dangerous, but it's calculated danger. Yeah.
0: You know the the other thing to think about with solo work, I think, is how much more efficient you get for every person you add
3: to a job. Oh, man, mm. you know, yeah, that's how I was feeling this last weekend. Get all the pruning done, and then I have this
0: insane brush pile to move. You <laughs> yeah. know, and it, yeah, everything just took so much longer. It's so much harder because you you know if I'm sitting there cutting branches, they're falling. Lacey's moving them as they come out. You know, we're 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 cruising. If uh i'm doing it by myself i'm cutting all those things like you say you've got this crazy rat's nest now it's not just moving a branch you're you know cutting untangling Mm. pulling and yanking and those are all you know that's exposing yourself to more potential uh potential injury Uh you know you injure yourself by pulling branches out of that's how you pull muscles that's how you know Yeah. I mean, we've all pulled on something and then having it give away and you fall back. Yeah. You know, um, you're, if you're cutting, you know, you're cutting brush up in a brush pile. I mean, it's all something we do every day. It's not like that. It's a crazy dangerous thing, but it is, you're just exposing yourself to more of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, you know, when you're cutting up brush piles, that's when kickback can occur. So, you know, if you can do anything, even if it's something you know how to do, you, you're you going to do it a lot. If you can minimize the amount of times you expose yourself to that, you're doing yourself a favor. And then if you can minimize the t- amount of times you're doing your, that, exposing yourself to that, when you're by yourself and there's no one else around you, then, you know, that you're doing yourself a couple favors at that point, yeah. you know. But, <sighs> they're,
2: but they're definitely, so to land that plan, I guess there is a couple definite spots where side work is good but as a whole like you have to really understand the situation you're in and really understand where you're you're going with that situation and make sure that you have some contingency
1: plans in place absolutely yeah always a backup plan for a backup plan yes yep
0: yeah, i think that as as we're doing this and i'm trying to think about what i'm talking going to talk about in final thoughts i think that's kind of some of the stuff i'm forming of like really how serious are you about this you know but Can you guys think of uh, other things for weekend work? I'm, um, you know, I think that we're, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of other stuff. If anybody out there has any other weekend work topics they want to bring to us, uh, you can find us on social media um, or you can uh, look us up or not look us up, but you can send us an email at tree thinking podcast at gmail.com. Um, and so we'll be looking through those emails and we'll be happy to answer any questions or if anybody brings up a good point about side work, uh, we'd be, we definitely be into, you know, as we start getting emails, we'll have a a listener email segment where we'll, you know, any, any valid points people bring up, we'll read it and uh, potentially discuss those on here as well. Um, so, uh, please reach out and connect, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be on Instagram, we'll be on Facebook, um, in some form of tree thinking, to be honest, we're recording this before we've actually gotten the count. So I don't have <laughs> any names for you. I'm hoping that tree thinking on Instagram and Facebook will be there, but we'll just have to see how that goes. We'll see how hashtag that
1: goes. tree thinking.
0: Hashtag. Yeah. Uh, hashtag tree thinking. <laughs> All right. um, <coughs> unless, uh, final, uh, final chance to do, uh, any of this weekend work, I think we got into it quite a bit. I'm pretty stoked with, uh, it's definitely, I've, I've, it's, it's really made me think about the strategies that I put into play for weekend work. Um, well, before we, before we get out of here, uh, we're going to try to do gear review segments, um, and today is no different. So, we are going to look at, uh, actually, we chose this because I just got it in the mail from uh, Tree Stuff. I got uh, the rigging ring. Well, Corey, you're holding it, uh, and you're you're the splicing expert on this show. It's the notch
3: rigging thimble. Yep. Yeah. Notch rigging thimble. It's in. the size two, and it's an ultra sling.
2: Yep. And it's on a three, qu- yeah, three-quarter inch. No, five-eighths. Five-eighths by six foot.
0: Yeah, I'm I am super stoked with using these. Uh I think the first one I used was yours, Jamie. Um
3: Yeah, I have yeah. the rigging thimbles. It's not on the ultra sling. It's like a whoopee sling kind of thing. But
0: no. uh yeah. But it it's a it's a great way to add a little bit of friction to a lower down. Um, you know, if you're not doing really big stuff and you can do big stuff on it, you know, but if you're not doing really big stuff, You want a little bit of friction on it, but you don't want to be wrapping and unwrapping Porter wraps is kind of where in my mind, it really kind of hits the mark. Yeah. Um,
3: Yeah. And I think they shine in adding aerial friction puts less forces on, you know, your rigging point. Yeah. And in a lower down situation. Yeah. So yeah, you can go big. You obviously want the bigger thimbles. Like I got the big B strings, you know, if I'm lowering big wood. Um yeah, I think it shines in lower down situations.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it 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 is a liability if you're trying to raise, if you ever need to raise the piece of wood, if you need to add any kind of tension to it. Not a good scenario for that. But That's true. One other good thing about these is, you know, how much does that thimble cost, you know? 60 bucks maybe. How much is your $300 block cost, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you, you
0: smash the hell out of that thing, you're you're pissed.
2: If you smash the hell out of a ring, you're like eh, <laughs>
0: It's all right. right. You know what? And I'm going to tie this into the theme of the episode a little bit. This is a good if you're looking to do a side job that you're going to be rigging on. This could be a good investment. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you're not you're not going big on the investment. And you know, you, maybe you don't want to be doing the biggest craziest stuff on the side job anyways. So this is kind of gear that lines up with maybe a better strategy for side yeah, work.
3: I still think, I mean, you can go big with these things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not saying yeah, yeah. you can't. <laughs> I'm not
0: saying you can't, you know. Um, and, you know, I'm uh, – we're looking at a specific one. Yeah. You know, there's uh, – then that's probably why I keep on thinking about smaller stuff. Those B-strings you got. Yeah, but, I mean,
3: you know, I've run a – you'd run three of these around in the tree or whatever. Yeah. I mean, take some big limbs definitely yeah definitely I think it it's really inexpensive like you're saying super tough
0: yeah and you can go big in that yeah and like you
3: said the first uh it's a good initial investment my my rigging kit when I first started out was two of these the exact one the notch rigging thimble size two and then a pair of b-strings and a porter wrap and like man there's there's not many rigging scenarios I can't do yeah Raising things, yeah, you might want to rethink it just because adding friction when you're raising stuff adds forces.
2: But then you're buying more gear anyway because you're gonna be you're gonna have some kind of something to like crank it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and at that point you're probably invest enough to you know buy a block or something. Yeah. Uh, what about the the ultra sling itself? What do you guys think about the ultra sling, like versus like a whoopy versus tying a knot versus a loopy? What
3: they're cool. I wish I had them for my smaller ones for these these like size two thimbles. Um, I like my big B-strings for wrapping around a trunk. It's just a yeah. dead eye, and I like that, you know, yeah. tying a cow hitch or whatever. But, yeah, this is super slick, I, I really like those, fast.
0: Yeah, just how fast and easy it is. You know, you just loop it through itself and then just, you know, take care of the tail, whether you wrap it around the trunk and then underneath to hold or, you know, however, you, it just feels like you're moving quick when you're working with those.
2: Yeah. Yeah, before they released these Ultra Slings, I had used the um, – the, like an Omni block with, uh, basically, it was like a chain reactor, like a bunch of, um, a bunch of rigging slings, like clipped together to make a, a giant chain, basically. And that was where I first encountered like this setup, and it's like that was so genius. Like I, I just love how adjustable it is. I love that it's so, so quick and easy. Um, and I feel like even on removals, like I know you, you prefer the the Dead Eye sling, Jamie, but I, I really like these on removals because I feel like you can. You can actually like readjust it and I've found ways where you can actually not have to take it apart completely you slide, just it, slide it slide down it down the trunk,
3: yeah. yeah, that is pretty sweet you and just need a really big one, yeah, you do you yeah do. but, but I, I mean you need a big dead eye anyway you do yeah. yeah
2: and i i i mean i I've spliced together my own ones of these and they're just like really really easy to splice together they're yeah, it I'll just takes a lot of time I'll have to get one yeah no they're they're awesome
1: you look like you have gear envy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Staring> <laughs> well I was
2: looking at. The
3: MBS sixty five kilonewtons on the, the thimble, and the ten X says fourteen thousand six hundred pounds MBS.
0: Yeah, so it's a decent bit of kit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that can that can hold a lot. <laughs> yep, I take back anything I say about <laughs> not not doing. Big but stuff I do on think that.
3: <laughs> sometimes you have to think about the bend radius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah that, and that is that is something that I think about when I'm using. Uh, a, a, an eye sling like that, like what is my bend radius going to be? Should I add another piece in there? Because you you look at those and you'll see like when they get used pretty heavily, they'll have like rope wear on the outside of them, right? right? They'll have like a little bit of burned rope. It's
4: and you're true. Kinda like,
2: what does that do into my rope? Like it, it doesn't happen with a, a pulley. And I'm not saying that let's like don't use these at all, but it is a consideration. Like if you're bringing up big pieces of wood, it'll glaze your ropes on it, long it, runs.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Definitely a downside to it. And
1: then <laughs> you yeah. gotta buy a new rope. <laughs> yeah. Eventually yeah. you gotta buy a new rope.
2: Eventually you gotta buy a new rope. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I'm you know, kind of have that, that point. We all know that feeling when you get a new piece of kit in the mail. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, I can't wait to use this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's something you've used a bunch of time and you know it in in and out. We've got the same thing at the city. Mm-hmm. So this is I'm very familiar with this piece of equipment. But still, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to use this. Because yeah. <laughs> it's yours. Yeah. yeah, and it's so shiny. It needs to get dirty and stuffed yeah. up. And I w- I'm the person to do it. <laughs> but, you know, so.
3: Yeah, I've just like taken mine off the tree and just toss it out of the tree. You know, I wouldn't do it with a pulley. And I'm not doing it on concrete or anything. Yeah, you know, but onto you it, know, that, Yeah, on you know, yeah. some duft or a brush pile or something. It is yeah. one of
0: the nice things. uh I'm a big believer if, if you can remove moving parts from a something, there's less things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Less things to break, less things, you know, so. there, Yeah, simplicity. Yeah. A huge. <laughs> you know me. I need simplicity. <laughs> 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 the
2: less moving pieces that Andrew has to keep track of. <laughs> yeah,
0: much better, much better. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, anything else anyone wants to say about that?
1: I'll be bringing it in and out of the truck.
0: Yeah, (laughs) tying tying it onto the rope. Put it in your backpack. Give him his 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 80 pound backpack. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely going in the backpack. Right next to your little fruit snacks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and you'll be uh, working the ropes on the other end of it. I
1: will. I'm. I'm gonna have to get adjusted to something new. Um, I'm. I'll see how we use this in conjunction with the porter wrap. Because The porter wraps my friend. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 my favorite piece of equipment. It
2: means less wraps on the porter wrap.
1: Oh, okay. See, learning something new today because he got it. And I was like, I saw Jamie had one of those. Did you just get it because Jamie
0: had (laughs) one? (laughs) So it feels, uh, in my experience with him, it feels smoother than a pulley. Yeah. And I think it's because, well, I don't know what it is. I think when there's less friction maybe, you get a quicker pull where it eases into it more with more friction would be, I mean.
2: I I also think like. I'm guessing. You know, no matter how perfect your pulley is, there's going to be little imperfections in that in that mechanism that spins it, whether it's the bearing or the the whatever, right? So as that turns in its radius, you're going to feel that, you know, stretched over 300 feet of rope or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Versus this, it's solid, like it's just there's not going to be any like weird hiccups just a theory i'm not an expert yeah i don't know anything about like manufacturing of these things yeah. but none of us are experts none if you're us. looking for <laughs> experts you yeah. at you're at the wrong <laughs> place <laughs> no but that's just my theory i think that that's what you're feeling there yeah
0: personal
1: i'll, I'll find out probably in a couple weekends from now because i think we have another removal coming up so
0: yeah well uh let's see this weekend speaking of side work we've got uh the horn beams across the street that we're getting the building clearance on. those aren't going to
1: be heavy though those aren't giant branches
0: no no there there might be some lower downs on there and this is uh you know a nice piece of kit just because if you don't want to lower stuff through a crotch yeah you know so if if it if you don't need to set up a whole pulley you know but you still don't want to hurt the tree you know this is super it doesn't get Quicker. and so,
2: and it's nice because then you don't have to set up the porter wrap either because you have yeah. a little exactly. bit of extra friction so you're like exactly this is like it's not quite what we can handle with just a rope but we don't want to set up a porter wrap but we have this so just use that yeah, and yeah. the
1: trees aren't big enough where i would think it'd be worth setting the porter app up for it but i think there are branches that you'll send out it'd be nice to have something that we'll try it out yep we're gonna Let's try it, it, it out you in a couple st- days. You'll say, no Porter app for you. It's just this.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. Are
0: we doing any of the week? So we're working for the neighbor directly across from us. Are we doing any of the work on the neighbor on the corner's house?
1: I'm waiting to hear way. back from them because I said, hey, we're going to be up your trees because we're basically doing an aerial trespass um, removal. Neighbors are totally cool with each other. It's just currently.
0: Well, we're not doing a full aerial trespass. We're just No, no. We're just getting building
1: clearance, yeah. From
0: one tr- neighbor's tree over their house
1: well like four but trees because they're kind of resting on the roof. when i hear an are.
0: aerial clear, uh, aerial trespassing no, i yeah. think uh, of yeah. like cutting all yeah, of the branches no, no. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. totally um, makes um, me sad no you're totally
1: no is there, no is there no. a problem
0: with that <laughs>
2: no, no no
1: no side no side cutting the tree and making it sad looking but um i offered it to him and since we'd be up already and it saves both parties money because then we're not charging to go up a tree twice to take care of the stuff that the people who actually own the tree would like done on the trees as well i'm waiting to hear back part of me is like oh that'd be nice because we get it all done at once and then part of me's like no because it'll be a shorter day if we're just doing some <laughs> <laughs> building clearance yeah, see yeah. weekend work there you go yeah
4: especially
1: when i know it's gonna be cold and pissing rain <laughs> and it's a little less incentive to want to be although it's across the street so it's like oh i'm cold i'm gonna come back and have some coffee and then get back to it
3: yeah i gotta finish up a job this weekend and that's my last weekend work on the books for oh, a while. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did you ever hear from
0: Fred? No. No. Yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't hear back from either, and I sent, you know, put your name in, obviously, and, you know, hopefully it got taken care of. There's just something about that tree, and they had it looked at again. There's giant fir that just looks sketchy at it, the base, and it was bent weird, and... It's
0: probably a 170... They're a huge... 180-foot yeah, foot fir tree, tree, to be honest yeah. with you. James. And it's... It is hanging over his house. It, it, like, I'm not exaggerating when I'm saying it's that tall. It's uphill from his house. Mm -hmm. And the base of the tree, 90% of the tree is on his house side. And the whole thing comes out and then corrected, recorrected probably like 50 years ago. Yeah. You know, but all that way. And there's a place, there's a root there that I was able to stick a steel a chunk of steel rod up probably two and a half feet.
1: No, it was like a three-foot rod, and you could <laughs> yeah. just keep going.
4: On a, so, a fur, on the base. Yeah, yeah. on the, on the, the yeah, on back the
1: side b- of the lean. Yeah. That's,
4: no, no. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the Yeah, the
0: bottom side. So if, if you're going to have that, it was on the right spot. But there's just... Language in the trunk, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, you guys need to get a hold of Sperry and make sure this tree is worth working on and doesn't need to be removed. and I want no part to do it, no, with no. that, you know.
1: Because if it falls, it's gonna crush his house and the garage of the house next to it because yeah. it's in a cul-de-sac, so it'll fall and just crush two parts of and, two and houses, and not
2: just crush, obliterate. Obliterate, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's
1: it, it's huge, and it's in South Eugene, so of course, it's yeah. up a hill, right? On. So, and you can't like get a crane to it or anything it's the most awkward tree that i've ever seen for placement with i don't know no there's something about it that i was like you know and i, I guess they were like no they kept going out and going oh no they said it was fine well, and
0: so I'm like, eh. it happened one one time they looked at it said it was fine and then i i was like well maybe just double check with them and make sure it's fine and then they came out again and it was a different person that came out someone that was more in training and he, I had a, he actually stopped by the job site when we were on good pasture. Remember when the spare guy stopped oh, yeah, yeah. and oh, I, I went over and talked to him for a while and yeah. it was like, kind of explained what I was seeing and was, was like, you know, you, you want to know what's going on here. You want to investigate the root system. You know, you, you might even want to do a sonograph on this thing because it is, it, these are not the kind of games you want to play. You know, when you look at the tree risk assessment stuff, you know, one of the major things you look at is, uh, the chance, you know, the chance of there being a target, if it fails, you know, that's a big part of, you know, how dangerous is this? Well, what are the chances that something bad is going to happen if it goes, if that thing goes, there is extremely high chance that something bad is going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. It would, take a, it would take a crazy situation for something bad not to happen if that tree goes, so.
1: And really, like, even looking at it, I just got this. You know how you have that spidey sense of, like, I'm just uncomfortable with this. And granted, I am a greenhorn at the end of the day. But that means if my spidey sense is going off, it, yeah. No, it was Something when something when, when I went out and looked at it, I was like, I don't want you guys up there. I really don't want you guys up in that tree for any reason, even though I'm sure, like, you know, another what? 400 pounds of people is not going to make a huge difference. It just, mm, no, but it's one of those ones. No one's going to pay to remove it because it's got to be like a 10 to $15,000 tree to remove because it's up a hill and there's no way to get a crane to it. Hmm. So you have to chunk every single piece down and then roll it down 20 feet of hill. (laughs) There's a fence in the way. So you'd have to remove a portion of the fence. And the only cool thing is it's in a cul-de-sac. So at least you could like park, whatever down there and it's not gonna like disrupt traffic or anything like that but it's just one of those things where i think at the end of the day people are gonna be like oh no it's fine because no one wants to pay to remove it
0: well if you yeah until it crushes someone's house i'll put it this way i'm glad i'm not dealing with it Mm -hmm. like i want to make sure it's taken care of because i want to make sure fred's taken care of i want to make sure uh i ended up doing you know talking with that client for a while they're great people yeah you know but this is a very good example of I do side work. That is way over my head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you want to call a professional. I don't care if she would pay me Mm $10,000 to take care of it. I'm not doing it. It, It's not worth the risk.
1: You need way more people. And just way more people. You just don't want to, yeah. You torch yourself doing things like that. So that's a thing.
0: All right. Well, um, I don't know. I think we really uh, picked that that whole topic apart pretty well.
2: I think the uh, the skeleton is clean on this guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, let's go around and do our final thoughts. Uh, Corey.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, we can grind. Um, You know, if you have, if you come into it with the right intentions, if you have the right scenario where it will work out for you and for, you know, your lifestyle and what you're looking to do, you know, if you're not in production mode and you're not like busting your body apart every, every day during the week. Like you can do it on the weekends and it can, it can be a really good thing. Uh, but you just have to have those, um, those good intentions and you have to have an end game or a, a plan for what you're, what you're doing on the weekends. And I feel like it can, it can work out really well for you. Um, but it's not for everybody. Yep. Uh Jamie.
0: Yeah.
3: Just take care of yourself. Recovery is really important. So take a weekend
1: off. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't do something that you don't love.
0: Yeah, yeah i I would agree with all that. Um, I think what I'm taking away from this is it's really really important to understand exactly what you want to get out of it, you know and and understand how it will fit in your life and develop a strategy. you know, think about all these these there's so many uh, really complex issues as far as relationships with your employer uh you know are you are you going to beat yourself up into the ground are you going to be doing enough of it so you need to create a business um you know you really want to explore all these issues and make sure you're going into it for the right reason cuz it's going to you know it's going to take a toll on your family around you you know if if you're young and you don't have a family and you just want to do tree work you know maybe that's not as much of an issue but i think most of us you know, have some something or somebody that they would want to give attention to in their life. And uh, if you're spending all your time uh, working in trees, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and make sure you're uh, getting out of it what you want to get out of it, you know, because I love tree work, but it's it's hard work and uh, it takes a lot to do it. So uh, do it for the right reasons. And if you're doing it, if you answer all those questions, uh, I think working on the weekend, You know, you can really set yourself ahead and you can uh, benefit a lot of it from it. But just make sure you're not getting in over your head. I think that'd be my advice. Um, I think that's all we got for tonight. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, remember, uh, stay safe and watch your top knot.